Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, and welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. How are you doing today, Ambrosia? I don't know. I feel like I'm doing okay. Is it because of, is it because of (laughs) going down all the rabbit holes? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's like residual from that. I really got to stop doing that. Truly. Honestly. Yeah. Same. I'm I'm like about to take like a serious social media break because it's getting crazy. But what is it? I don't know. I don't know. I guess I just feel what's the word that I want to use? Tender. Tender. Oh, yeah. That's such a sweet word. I feel like I could cry and I could scream and I could get really mad at the drop of a hat. I could do any of those things if pushed the wrong way today. Oh shit! I better mind my <laughs> business. I better really watch out here. No. I'm not saying that to be like, you fucking watch it. I'm just saying that to be like, I don't know. I just feel very um, tender today. I hear that. I was kind of feeling similarly just a few minutes ago when I was like rocking my son to sleep. I was like, I could just cry. I, I feel like so many things that you've said over the years just make so much sense to me all of a sudden. Like, I could just cry. I'm like, I could just cry in this moment. But why? I don't know. Because it's, make any sense. it's yeah. just life. Um, it's just life. Life is fucking bad sometimes. It's, it's great <laughs> sometimes, too. But also, it's like, that this reality be- is tough. That needs to be on, like, a mug or, like, a T-shirt instead of, like, a motivating... It's, like, you think it's a motivating quote, but it's, like, life is, like, fucking bad sometimes. <laughs> that's that's the most depressing fucking shirt I've ever heard in my whole but that's, life. that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> oh, good times. What was yeah. I going to say? I mean, you know, it's weird because... I have nothing to be depressed about or sad about or anything like that. I think it's going to be that time of the month, too. So Yeah, 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 for sure. But, like, also, I mean, and this, feeds, my lady balls. Go ahead. <laughs> and this feeds in exactly to what we're talking about today because, I mean, also, there's just the collective energy and just the things mm-hmm. going on in the world that we don't necessarily know exactly where it's coming from or what exactly we're picking up. But I think, you know – It's just been so, 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 like, dense lately. And, um, you know, we talked about it a lot on the last episode. If you guys missed it with Shira, we were talking a lot about all the, quote, UFO sightings and the train derailment and just, like, the really heavy um, and kind of, like, scary stuff that's been going on, which seems like it's increasing at, like, a rapid rate, which I think is a little – is is quite overwhelming. So, you know – as we we're not gonna go back into that today, but yeah, as go listen to it if you want to. Yeah, definitely go check it out if you're interested in that. It's a good episode. But if um, today what we're gonna be talking about is how really what's been go- what's been going on in the world this this ramping up of all of these things that are really like we said can be scary, overwhelming, um, and intense has made us be talking quite a bit about how, you know, your intuition at this point in time 
as far as I'm concerned, at least in my opinion, is mm-hmm. the most important tool you have because you, you've heard it a million times if you listen to this podcast. I'm like, I need extra water. I need, you know, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And Ambie's like, well, I don't feel like I have to prep so for anything and I don't want mm-hmm. to. And what does that come down to? It comes down to it could just be fear, different fears playing in, but it also could be our intuitions. My intuition is telling me to do something very specific that will make me feel better. Ambies is telling her specifically not to do that thing, and that makes her feel better. And yeah. the reality is we live in a um, – I, I, I don't think I talked about this on the last podcast episode, but I just posted about this. There is this uh, clip from a podcast, and this guy was like – I don't think we're supposed to know about every single tragedy that's ever happened. I don't think we're supposed to know about every single earthquake, about every single fire, about every single bomb, about every single – I just don't think we're supposed to. It's not something that a human can handle. And what are we – what is our reality right now? It's that. It's like technology has connected us and it's a very amazing thing and we can use it for our benefit. But I don't think – we were ever supposed to know of all the goings on on the planet at this level. And Mm. so when you have so much information coming at you, you need a way to decipher what is important for you to pay attention to. You need a way to distill something from this information so that you don't go absolutely insane, um, you know, with all of it. And so – Anyway, that's really led us to talking about your intuition, how important that is. And um, as you guys know, we have an intuitive development community called Super Bloom. And this conversation actually lines up perfectly with something else we've been working on in our business um, that we're really, really excited to roll out. But before we get into that, Ambie, anything you want to say about kind of like the importance of intuition right now? Yeah, well, I feel like... I feel like a lot of the basic tools that people don't, um, that help people, that people don't utilize or people don't know about is, you know, grounding, protecting, and clearing your energy. And I feel like that helps so much and so many people, and there's so many different ways to do it. It's not just the way that we teach it, but there's so many different ways to do it as well. But I, I feel like we have to have more, tools in our toolbox of self-care and self-care not only in the aspect of i'm going to go get my nails done but self-care in the aspect of i'm going to protect my energy from this person or ground my energy from this person and i think that what was it two years ago everybody was talking about toxic people and how to get away from toxic people and leave toxic people and and i think that everybody's toxic at some point in their life, right? And what's interesting is that I was telling someone yesterday, telling two different people yesterday that the your mother growing up could be a really, could have treated you really shitty, right? But that same person is really good to your kids. Mm-hmm. Because as we get older and as we change and as we develop, we see where we went wrong. We see the the beliefs that we had no longer make sense and we change as people. And so am I saying let toxic people run all over you? Absolutely not. But I'm also saying that you can't cut everybody out of your life because you think they're quote toxic, right? Like mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense either. There has to be a middle ground and, I think that that is where I've been doing a lot of reflective work lately is just finding this middle ground of peace and being more present because there's just so many different um, fears going on and beliefs happening and things like that, that it's, it's overwhelming. Like you said, we're not supposed to know about all of it. Mm-hmm. And I understand the, the idea of wanting to speak to the manager and get that, but mm-hmm. I don't think the manager gives a fuck. So it's no nothing is going to change. I mean, like drastically, you know, I think that things are changing and I think that things are moving in a good direction. Mm-hmm. They're, they're nowhere near they where they should be, but 
I also think that we can't sit here and give ourselves physical ailments because things aren't moving quickly enough. Physical ailments. Yeah. Um, Stress can cause a lot to your body. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, I think uh, the manager doesn't care, but actually, like, yeah, no, I agree. I agree with a lot of that. Um, Also, it's interesting what you were saying about the toxic people because I was just listening to a podcast episode with this guy. I forget who he was, but he was really interesting. I really liked him and he was talking about how he's learned like through the pandemic that like you know it's when uh people had covid and he couldn't see them he was like he really wanted to see them but he couldn't right so he was like well it's okay like they're not gone forever it's just that they have covid right now so i can't see them right now right like that Mm -hmm. was like so then he started realizing wait that's how it is that's how it should be with everyone it's like if somebody is really in a certain state of mind, like, you know, you have a friend who you really love, but they can get really, quote, toxic sometimes or like act in a way that isn't really good for your mental health. Mm -hmm. It's not that you have to say, I'm banishing you because you're not acting in a way that I, it's saying, it's basically the same as saying, you have COVID right now. I'm going to not see you like for this period of time. Like, I'm just going to take this, basically it's putting up a boundary. It's just saying, okay, you're in the state of mind that's not really conducive to me right now and we're gonna have this boundary and then you know in a few days we're gonna see each other again and I, what I hear you saying Ambie, is like it's not black and white it's not good or bad like people are not just good or bad and you're in or you're out it's like mm-hmm. you people are a blend people are good and bad and every I, I feel like me in particular I'm good in one moment and I'm terrible in the next like I I don't you know so you have to uh pick and choose the moments that you spend with people um and you know set boundaries where needed but also understand that like no one's ever going to be perfect for you um so yeah it's really changing your expectations because the situation around you is not going to be happy right? Like you have to be your own happiness instead of trying to control the situations and the people around you to make you happy. That's, that's what I've been working on. And I've been doing a lot of um, inner child coaching with other people and I really love it. So if you are interested in that, hit me up, let me know because I'm running a, a promotion on that too, but I digress. That's not the point, but it is interesting how I think most people are kind of find, trying to find that neutral again because we went so extreme and with COVID, it was very easy and clear to set a boundary. It was literally life or death. Many of us thought like, this is it, this is the end. And if you were vaccinated, you're not gonna hang out with me because I am not gonna get sick from the vaccination. Or if you weren't vaccinated, I'm not hanging out with you because I'm not gonna get sick from COVID. It's not gonna happen, right? It was a very clear line in the sand. This is happening because my life depends on it. And when it comes to a situation like that, it's easy to set a boundary, right? When you literally think that this line, if you cross, you'll die. I think most people would be okay setting a boundary like that. But now that we all are kind of used to COVID, right? It's going back to this idea of, okay, well, I really don't want to see my mom this weekend and I don't have a good reason. How do I say that? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Or no, I don't really want to go to this event. And how do I say that? And I think coaches and people that I used to follow in the spiritual community in the past have said things like no is a complete sentence and mm-hmm. set your boundaries and just say no and not give an explanation. And like, mm-hmm. yes, that is very empowering, but also it's unrealistic mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if you've been a people pleaser your whole life, you're not just going to flip a switch and not be a people pleaser anymore. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So this is this is thoughts. I feel like we should have named this segment Thoughts That Ambrosia Has. <laughs> thoughts by Ambie. Well, I also think that what you're talking about, again, feeds back into what we're going to talk about here because you're talking about kind of ways we used to do things and ways mm-hmm. that we're evolving. And even what you just said about um, – like, if someone's, like, you know, 
if, if you don't want to see someone, if they don't make you feel good, you just say no or you just evaluate if you still want them in your life. I feel like I've literally said that in like a I workshop. I literally said that to two people. people. Yeah. yeah. I've literally given that advice to people mm-hmm. and now I'm like, that is terrible advice. Mm-hmm. So that's unrealistic mm-hmm. advice. Mm-hmm. Completely, mm-hmm. completely unrealistic advice. Yeah. And to that or going along with that, um, as we mentioned earlier, so Ambrosia and I have really been evaluating the business, yeah. reflecting, evaluating the business, evaluating how we want to um, – what we want to do with the business in the future and how it can feel better to us and how it can feel more cohesive and how we can build community. And one of the things that we both really want to be part of whatever legacy that we leave here is – Again, helping people set those boundaries, helping people learn energy protection, helping people learn to listen to their intuitive voice that they can guide themselves, you know, that they don't necessarily need others all the time to tell them what to do. They can feel what's right for them because we all have such different paths here. And all of that is wrapped up in our um, our community course and coaching program, which is called Super Bloom. And up until now, Super Bloom has been um, basically you enroll. It's six months. You know, the the course is 12 weeks. You go at it at your own pace. And then you get six months of access to the community where you get to coach with us every week and you get to, you know, practice with the rest of the community. But Ambrosia and I have been talking a lot about our pricing structure and uh, something that has really interested us for a while is something called sliding scale pricing. So mm-hmm. this is something that maybe you've heard of and maybe you haven't, but it is something that people have been trying out, um, especially within this community, I think. And um, we just didn't really know how to implement it. So Nike, who's been on this podcast quite a bit, was helping us um, figure out a structure for our business. And Essentially, what we're going to do is be rolling this out for our business, like across the board. Forever. Yeah. Yes. But the intention is forever. We'll yes. see. We're going to see how it goes. But yeah, intention is forever. And what we're starting with is Super Bloom. So, what this means is that essentially we have tiered class equity pricing. So, the pricing is based off of you and your life circumstances. So there's three tiers. Um, Each tier will describe essentially uh, what your life circumstances may be. So for example, the top tier um, is for someone who has a full-time job, someone who has Mm -hmm. access to their savings account, someone who doesn't have issues getting basic necessities. Um, You know, they have extra money to spend. Like that is someone who's going to- that would be yes. you and I would be in the top tier. Yes. I just dropped my money. And my then okay. <laughs> and then the middle tier um, is maybe you're paying down some debt. Maybe you're trying to build up savings. Um, mm-hmm. It's not that like you can't get basic necessities or it's like your preoccupation, but maybe sometimes it's not like maybe sometimes you worry about it. Um and maybe if you invested at this level, it would require you to cut back on some things, but you mm-hmm. would get back to where you need to be within a few months, right? Right. So that's the middle tier. And then the bottom tier is um, that it's harder for you to save. Sometimes you struggle to like focus on the basic needs or to like obtain the basic needs, although you do like most of the time, right? It's just – it's um, – where you don't have really extra money to spend at all. And this would set you back like several months if you were to invest in any of the other tiers. And that's the lowest tier. And so essentially, this is a system built on trust. We're just showing you the tiers. We're saying you evaluate which one you fall in. If you would like to do, if you would like to receive intuitive development, if you would like to be a part of this intuitive community that's focused on learning and growing and supporting each other and connecting, um, then you should have access no matter what 
your um, socioeconomic status is, right? We want to mm-hmm. give entry points no matter where you are because everyone should have access, right? And we also want to diversify our community. Just like it's not – we don't just want to say like, well, this is the price and if you can't meet the price, like sorry. It's That's never really felt good to us. But I think that speaking of, you know, what we've done in the past and what we're doing now and reflecting, I think that – That was really the only model that we had been exposed to um, predominantly in terms of how business goes, right? How you can invest in things. Right. I think that there's been, I'm going to cut you off for a second, but I think that there's been in the past coaches and intuitive uh, development and uh, what, what are they called? Intuitive. I, it doesn't matter. Okay. We have been, we're not business people, right? And so we have other people help us with business and other things like that. I'm not putting it on them because it's our responsibility and it was our uh, decision ultimately. But we've been taught a way and we didn't know a better way until now. And so we're we know better so we're trying to do better so i was having a conversation with someone yesterday that actually was about um classism and socioeconomics and it is interesting how some people can look at people that are in a lower class level and say you're just not trying hard enough because it's not that they're not trying hard enough a lot of them are working two three four jobs they're trying fucking hard and they're literally killing themselves doing that Mm -hmm. they don't have the resources available to learn how to manage money they don't Mm -hmm. have the resources available to save they don't have the resources available to do basic things that alexa and i have the resources to do and so i think there's no generational wealth there's no generational wealth there's generational trauma that's just repeating and repeating and we can sit Mm -hmm. here and say you know, clear your generational trauma, but we're not giving you tools how to do that, right? Like, and that's the fucked part of this is that the people that have are just continuing to have when the people that don't have are continuing to don't have. And that gap is becoming bigger and bigger. My sister lives with my, well, my mom lives with my sister and my niece. And for a two bedroom apartment, they pay $3,000 a month. What? Where? San Diego. Oh my God. I couldn't afford that. There's no way I could afford that. Right. That doesn't include car payment. That doesn't include gas, utilities, food. None of that is included just to have a roof over your head. You have to have multiple people living in your home. And when you don't have a college education, when you don't have the ability to have a savings account, you are fighting an uphill battle. And we're seeing this grow in our homeless population is getting larger and larger because of this. So anyway, I will stop ranting. But the point of this <laughs> is the point of this is really that um, it doesn't feel good to us anymore to have a community and not have as many people in the community as we want to have. We want to have the ability for everybody to join or for as many people as we can fit join right um and the other thing is originally we were like six months you'll have it for six months and that's it and that doesn't feel good either so we decided to just keep it going you're you're in it you're in it so yeah if you enroll you have it forever you have access to the community forever you have access to the coaching forever um Forever, as long as ever lasts. Um, so, so I think the main focus for us right now is community. Um, but also, I think the the reason that the sliding scale pricing feels really exciting to us is it's a way for everybody to. Um, well, actually, the reason it feels most exciting to me is because. I feel like this could be a new way. Like if enough people kind of adopt this and this is successful, a sliding scale pricing structure, it's basically putting the power in the hands of the people to say, okay, this is what I can do. This is how I can get the tools that I need. 
And mm-hmm. it's also because as I was typing this up, I was talking about, you know, trust is a really big component of growth within like relationships and and personal development and community, right? And it's like us just saying, this is the format. You decide where you fall. And if that's where you fall, great, come on in. I think that really puts a lot of authority in the hands of people. And I think that's very empowering. Um, and I, I, I think that is, I think if more people maybe adopt this in the future, it's going to change the way we feel about money. It's going to change mm-hmm. the way we feel about value. It's going to change the way we feel about I'm selling you something, right? Because right. here's the reality. We all do need to buy and sell things, right? That yeah. is how we all survive. Trust me, if we didn't have to sell things, Ambie and I probably never would. We would never want oh. to like talk. <laughs> and that's that's the big thing. So some people, an argument would be, well, why don't you just offer for free? Well, we do offer a lot of information for free already, but we have to live. This is our this is our job. This is our full-time work. And so we have to survive in this economy and live. Um, but I also feel like that doesn't mean that we have to work with the model that's been going on in in the past where it's that top tier down model. Mm -hmm. We don't need to do that anymore. So, um, and there are a few companies that are, I forget what it's called, where it's no one makes a different amount. Everybody makes the same pay. Have you heard about this? Is that like a holacracy? Didn't we- I think it's a holacracy, but uh, I'm not sure. But yeah, it's where everybody makes the same amount. Even the the owner of the company, the CEO, everybody makes the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. I do too, because if it's kind of funny, it's not funny. It's kind of interesting if you think about like, well, why do why are people why are these CEOs right like? so quote greedy like why are their salaries just increasing more and more and more and their employees uh salaries are decreasing more and more and more like there's a couple companies that are like pretty uh good evidence of this or a good example of this and it's like it just all comes back to the mentality around our society which is if i don't get mine someone else will take it from me or they're going to get theirs. I need to get mine. I need to look out for mine. And it's like, I think that is part of this whole, when we talk about like, oh, the age of Aquarius, right? It's like, it might be happening really slowly. It's not like, oh, we're in the age of Aquarius and now everything's like technicolor and we're all like running around in a ring holding hands or anything like that. Right. Like at the end of um, 40-year-old virgin. But um but it is happening incrementally in these new ideas and these new concepts of, hey, what if we just didn't play by that energy anymore? What if we said our future is going to look different and it's going to look like we don't need to be like, I got to get mine because someone's going to take it from me. We operate from the awareness that there's enough to go around that um, it's uh, like – we, I don't like the term dog eat dog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't like that term. I don't like that energy. It feels so limiting. It feels so fear-based. It feels so like scarcity. And I think that um, as we adopt new ideas like this and try them out, that is how we're creating the future. That is how mm-hmm. we're creating the new models um, by showing they can work. You know, and I really do think this can work really well. Like, I think Patreon has shown that, you know, I think things, models like that have, have been paving the way for Mm -hmm. stuff like this. So, um, if this is of interest to you, you can go to Superbloom on our website. And if you scroll down to the bottom, I'm still working on the web. I'm I'm revamping the whole webpage. So you might see some changes on there if over the next couple of days. But if you go down right now, you can see when you get to the pricing, there's three options. You can opt in at the 2000, 1000 or 500, um, which are the different tiers. Or we also have opportunities for scholarships. So 
basically right under that, you can click, there's a uh, link to apply for a scholarship. And a scholarship is for those who, even at the lowest level, they still can't do it. It's still not financially feasible for them. Um, There are some guidelines or some kind of um, checks you need to fit in order to do the, uh, the scholarship. But, you know, assuming you fit all those boxes, then please apply. Um, you know, we, we would love to give a scholarship to someone who needs it. Um, and that would mean, you know, you don't have to invest anything. You just invest your, your time and your, time. your energy and your presence and that's it. So, um, just FYI, keep an eye out because, in a couple weeks, we're going to be talking about how we're going to roll this out even more throughout the company. Um, but yeah, that's it. So for uh, anything else we want to share about that before we move on to our favorite topic. Oh, my our gosh. Favorite, oh no, our we, favorite segment. I forgot we were doing that today. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Do we have any questions from the audience? Do we have an audience today? Yeah, we have an audience. Um, Excellent. Kate said she liked your perspective, but I don't know which one that was because it was so long ago. Sorry. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> I'm just going to um, say thanks. Yeah. Maybe it was your perspective. No, it was – she said Ambi. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no so can deal. we move into our uh, favorite segment, which is news stories of the week? I hit Ambi with three news stories. Um, she doesn't know what they are, and she intuitively feels into them and tells us kind of some predictions. When you said I hit Ambi with, I just I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> Take that news story. Bam, bitch. All right. <laughs> Okay, let's go on. What are they? I'm ready. Okay. Okay. So one of the stories was going to be this East Palestine train derailment, but honestly, I can't talk about it anymore. So let's not talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I replaced it. I replaced it. So, but again, if you guys want to hear about that, go to the episode before this. Also, if you guys want to dive in deeper to that, um, we are going to be doing our intuitive investigation. Um, Nominations are coming up for what we do this month. So, you know. How about nominate it? it. Yeah. yeah, nominate it. Okay, that's on our Patreon, by the way. Um, okay, here we go. <clears throat> so, yeah. Drake, you know Drake? Yeah, I know who Drake is. I'm not okay. that out of touch. Okay, okay. He's the pizza just... guy. The what? <laughs> the pizza guy? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? With Drake, anyway, and a piece of pizza. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I know who Drake is. He's a rapper. Okay, I just gotta know what the pizza is about. But that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. So do you? So do you know who XXX Tension no. was? Okay, he was a rapper that was like okay. beloved, beloved, and was was really sounds like really Elon successful. Musk kid's name. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, he was murdered. Um, oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm so sorry. Now I'm an asshole. Sorry. No, no. I mean, give a, me a heads up next time. Be like, I, I said he – I said – okay. Go ahead. He, anyway, this was a few years ago. Okay. And they never caught who did it, and it was like a hit. Like, he went to the bank to get something, and then he was murdered, like, right outside of it, and then, like, the person drove away, right? So it was like no one they ever figured it out. Money? Very much like Nipsey Hustle. You know? Oh, poor, yeah. Nipsey is an aggressive energy. It's very yeah. in my face all the time. Go ahead. <laughs> so We'll have any- to talk about that someday. Yeah, yeah, we can. Um, so anyway, so I guess before he died, XXXTension um, <laughs> posted on his Instagram said, if I die, it was Drake. Oh, okay. <gasps> fucking and, Drake. I knew it. Go and ahead. so nothing ever happened with that. Like, nothing ever followed up. Like, it was just, like, he was murdered. No one was found to be guilty. And then, like, everyone just moved on, right? Yeah, because so, Drake's got money. Well, uh-huh. so recently, Drake was ordered to sit for a deposition over his death because his case is, like, reopened or whatever. And that's the news story. So what's the deal? <laughs> oh, that's the news story. He okay. hasn't sat. He has not sat yet. He has not sat right, for the deposition see. yet. He has been ordered to, though. So, okay. So what I see is that they have something connecting him to that 
situation or that timeline. Mm-hmm. It doesn't directly connect him to the murder because uh, they would have arrested him. But they do have something connecting connecting him to that time frame. Um, do I think that he was involved? Ooh. Oh, it makes me sad to think about that because I've always viewed Drake as such a nice guy. But maybe it's the memes of him. No, he's not a nice guy. It's the know. memes of him being like a dork. I think he's like a predator. I think, is he a predator? Mm. I've never felt into it. I've just looked at the memes about him. He which looks is pretty very funny. cute and cuddly. Yeah, he looks like you're not going to hurt me. It's always yeah. those ones, though. It's always the people that you don't suspect. Okay, yeah. moving on. Um. Okay. Yes, I heard yes. Oh, shit. You should see you know a lot of space, guys. You know what I was, You should see it. I, I thought yes too. You know what I was thinking though? I was like, I was I was like, okay, oh my god, wouldn't that be so crazy if Drake was like charged in the murder of Tension because he's he was like so beloved and like I love that. how into celebrity gossip you are. I yo, that's sometimes my- when you talk about it like this, it yeah. literally goes right over my head. And all I can think <laughs> is look how excited she is. Look how happy she is about this. Okay, but people know what I'm, some people will know what people I'm talking know about. what you're talking about. People know. Anyway, I, I was thinking, I was like, whoa, wouldn't it be so crazy if he was? Yo, there must be a crazy fire in Philly because there's so many fire trucks. Wouldn't it be so crazy if Drake was charged in the murder of this? And then I was like, it probably wouldn't even be crazy. It would probably mm-hmm. give him like street cred, which is so it sad probably, to say. Yeah, but it like, probably would. Like, like Drake's it, a predator, huh? Tough day. I'm gonna Google Drake right now. Hold on. Look up Drake and Millie Bobby Brown. Um, okay, but okay, we got to move on. We got to move on. Millie Bobby Brown. Okay, go ahead. So the second story, Rihanna was the. Oh, Drake does look like a predator. Yeah, he does look like (laughs) a predator. I take back what I said. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Rihanna was the Super Bowl halftime performer. Everyone was extremely excited for this uh, performance. Yeah. And she used the performance to announce her second pregnancy. So what do you see for her? And I I guess I'm bringing this up because I guess I was a little surprised. I think everyone was surprised. But I was surprised because I don't know. I wasn't really sure what was up with her and ASAP Rocky. Like I was kind of like, is this going to end after the baby? Like they were really, really rocky while she was pregnant. Like there was all this stuff about him with other people. And I think they almost broke up. And anyway, I was just kind of like, is, are they locked in? Is she like he also like might go to jail because he was uh, charged with like um, just stuff with guns and I don't know he still has to go to court over that. Like the question is, what do you see for the future of like Rihanna and her family? I guess I would say. Because hmm. I kind of feel like she has this idea in her head of like exactly how many kids she wants and like the what she wants, and she's like, I'm getting that done now yeah i think that she's very hard-willed stubborn Mm -hmm. and she's gonna do what she wants to do and then leave yes exactly like give me it's the kardashian thing give me my kids and then i'm a piece yeah it's very yeah okay cool 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 so they're not gonna like do you think they're gonna break up too I don't think now they're going to break up. Yeah, but like in like yeah. they're not going to stay together forever or anything like that. Probably not forever. Okay. Okay. Anyway, cool, cool, cool. Oh, wait, wait. While we're on this topic, do you think we're do you think Rihanna's ever going to like do you think Rihanna will release a new album in the next like 5 years? Interesting question. In the next 5 years, I think she's going to start releasing new um old content now. Like that's going to happen. Wait, old content, like stuff that wasn't put out, that unreleased? Just like, I don't know. I see her releasing something, but it doesn't feel new. Anyway. um, Three years, she'll release a new album, feels like. Maybe a little less than that. That makes sense. Because I feel like she's going to have a lot of material, like, after being a mom and, like, probably in a relationship. Sorry just don't see it going good okay probably ending a relationship yeah yeah. sorry about that (laughs) she probably doesn't care i really don't think she cares if she listened to the podcast i would be excited yeah 
Oh, hell yeah. Oh my Jesus. God. If she sent down. us a hate email, I would post yeah. that shit everywhere. Yeah. If she was involved in a murder, I probably wouldn't bat an eye. I'd be like, I know that's really dark, but like, she's just like such a bad bitch. I don't even know. See, what, I don't why know. Are you so I quiet? think Rihanna, me? I think Rihanna is probably a big softie. I think yeah. that's why she seems like a bad bitch. And that's why she, she has that persona of like, don't talk to me because when she lets people in, she lets you in all the way. Mm. That being yeah. said, she's probably very um, standoffish and very hard to get close to. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Okay. Well, speaking of all of that, this feeds directly into our top story of the week, which I know you're going to be top really excited. Top story of the week. We need a soundboard. Go ahead. Yeah, I know you're exactly. going to be really excited about this story. Oh my God. I'm this. so excited. Okay. I don't know. Well, it's, it, finally, it seems it's finally happening. Um, <gasps> Megan Fox. Megan and Fox. <laughs> Thank God. Oh my and God. Me- Megan Fox, I hope you're listening to this, but you're not, but I love you. And um, <laughs> now that you're single, dot, dot, dot. now that you're single. No, I'm kidding. Not that. Did you see she was um, looking for a girlfriend like a couple weeks ago or three weeks ago? Okay. I, well, I mean. If the you, les- did the lesbians all alert each other of this? I, no. I feel like they're, no? No. <laughs> oh, God. Was anyway, that rude no, to I'm say? Just, no, it's just funny that you said that. Um, Did the lesbian, we have a meeting every Tuesday. Yeah, night yeah. There's like a bat, a bat, a bat. A Batmobile? That no, no, no. What's like the bat light? Bat signal. Bat signal. Oh, it's a clitoris. That's the signal <laughs> that we send out. Okay. Cute. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So if you see that in the sky, just keep it moving. Um. Anyway, no. Uh, what's the question here? Okay. So so you know the, I hate MGK. Here, let, let me let me refresh you guys because this is like a a good little story. So okay. basically, a couple nights ago, no, last week. Megan Fox went to the Grammys with MGK. He was nominated. He lost before they even walked the carpet. And by the time they were walking the carpet, he looked like he was either like depressed or like on something and depressed because he was barely holding it together. He did an interview and he couldn't even like he was like losing the plot over and over and over again. And they had to keep course correcting him. Was he crying? He looked like he was about to. Mm -hmm. And Megan Fox was like his like she was there by his side like hyping him up like you could tell was trying to prop him up and like you know keep him going anyway so that was like the beginning of this story then like a couple nights later uh i think they were like in arizona for the super bowl and mgk had to perform and she went with him out to a party and then apparently left that party posted a picture that she had taken right before the party where she looked hot af in a bathroom where she said, posted with the caption, like, I can taste the dishonesty. It's all over your breath. She unfollowed him and followed his three top enemies, Eminem, Harry Styles, and Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> then she posted a story of her burning his shit. I don't know that it's his shit, but, like, clearly it was his shit because it was, like, the only other thing she posted right after this. And it was, like, an envelope and, like, a piece of clothing and, like, a, you know, and, like, a a little canister or something. She burned it. And then um, she deleted all her pictures with him. And then uh, she deleted her whole Instagram once people started, like, making a big deal about it. So then. Yeah, kind of a big deal. You're kind of a celebrity. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So then, um, she's so fucking crazy. Oh, she's so petty, and I love it. It's like so funny. So petty and so crazy. It's even funnier because, like, Eminem, everyone knew about that beef. Everyone knew that Eminem hates MGK and MG, like, they're enemies. But the fact that she followed Harry Styles and Timothy Chalamet along with Eminem tells you that MGK really didn't like Timothy Chalamet and Harry Styles for some reason. He was obviously jealous, which is funny because they're both kind of like they all kind of have the same style. They like to dress mm-hmm. like a bit like effeminate, but like sexy. It's pushing boundaries and it's cool, but it's funny that like he doesn't like those two guys. Um, so anyway, then um, so she deleted her Instagram and everyone's like, oh, my okay. God, what's going on? Then they were photographed legit paparazzi from a very far distance coming out of like a marriage counselor's office and she was like crying and he just looked like fucked up 
So what does the future hold? <laughs> the Please don't tell me they go back together. Oh, I think it's going to be on again, off again for a little bit. Ugh. Hey, nobody wants this. Okay. <laughs> nobody wants this situation. <laughs> what but I do think she's going to, she's going to do something. She's going to get, get messy. back at him. Yeah. She's, yes. she's a wild card. She's yes. going to do something. Yeah. In all actuality, like, let's say I was hot as her. Let's say yeah. that we were on equal playing fields You're and I was hot. a celebrity. I appreciate you. And I was a celebrity, (laughs) would never date her. Never date her. Would never date her because she dated him. No, no, because she's crazy. She's crazy. And I don't mean that in a mentally ill way. She's just very um, petty. Yeah. And revengeful. Vengeful. Vengeful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? And I mean, um, you know what? You do. You do you, Megan Fox. You do what you think is appropriate, <laughs> but like, ooh, this, but what do this you, one's messy. What did he do? He cheated. I think he fucked somebody else. Yeah. yeah. What's his assistant was it the girl, like? Was it the girl in did his he? band? Yes. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. She's like blonde. The, the seriousness at which Ambie's feeling into this right <laughs> It's someone close to him all the time. That's why I asked if it was but his that, assistant. But I know his assistant, like, I saw this thing where his assistant doesn't like him. I don't know. I don't know. Well, the girl in his band is with him all the time. She's like a, the, the guitarist in his band. She's blonde. No, they, I know. I, I follow her. I know who oh. she is. She's Oh, hot. my. Wait, don't what? Worry about who that is. Don't worry about what's going on there with me. Okay? <laughs> I literally That's just heard her, like, yesterday. I can't believe you. She shows up on my TikTok all the time. Oh, Love her. Okay. okay. Anyway. <laughs> yes. And I, I follow her. So I don't know if that is it it's hard it's one of the two okay 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 all oh, wait it will come is out she also, is she also blonde his assistant yeah she's got darker blonde hair is she like pink, pink darker blonde hair okay maybe it was his assistant because she also is like olivia okay anyway whatever the point is um the it'll question- come out it's gonna come out Okay, it'll come out. And um out. and um that so Damn. I just want to validate. It's gonna be one of his friends that releases it. That sucks. Go ahead. It's one of up. his friends that releases what? This information about who he slept with. Oh shit. So that friend's not his friend. Or did his friend do Obviously. it for money? Or it doesn't matter. That's not a good friend. No. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Um so MGK. I love that you're so into this right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, because okay, this morning I watched my favorite guy. He's a pop culture psychic who does tarot on YouTube. His name's Ant Ferdite. We should get him on this podcast. He's so good. Um, but he did that he his readings are always like dead on. And his uh he felt into it and said the same thing you said. He's like, this is gonna get really fucking messy. She is going to like Megan is going to talk oh, yeah. a lot of shit. Oh, she's gonna, I keep seeing her dragging him through the mud. Literally, that is not like, like, I think if she had the physical strength, she would kick his ass. (laughs) She might have. Because it's embarrassing for her. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Because it was already embarrassing to date him. Yeah. She was doing him a favor. Do you think she'll get back with her ex, like Brian Austin Green? No, I don't think he would take her back. Oh, shit. Wow, I thought. No, I did. think I think Megan's gonna do something else. I think Megan's gonna go a different direction on this one, like Jason Momoa or something. And Jason Momoa's married. No, he's not. He's divorced. What? Has yeah. he been divorced? I digress. <laughs> like, hold on, you didn't tell me this. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> Where has he been? <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I keep seeing her. I keep seeing her with somebody that he does not like. Eminem. <laughs> no, it's. A, it feels like a woman, more feminine energy. It might not be an actual the girl woman, that he feels, cheated on her with. Maybe. Oh my god, I fucking hope so. But um, you know, Freya did that. Who's Freya? The artist in Sia? the forties. No, Freya. I don't know that. The person. painter. She's you. Hold on. Frida. 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 Sorry. Frida Kahlo. She asked her her husband cheated on her three times with three different women, and she fucked all three of them. Hell yeah, gangster, love it. Anyway, um, <laughs> good times. 
Anywho, I digress. Um, I could see Megan doing something like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if it's not a woman, it's going to be a man with feminine energy because I see the energy and the energy is feminine. Harry Styles, Timothy Chalamet. Maybe. Maybe. Wouldn't that be... She's like, this is my fuck list right after... This is... The people I'm following... I'm, I'm fucking. I'm going after them. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, great. I think I'm Eminem excited. would be down for that, but I don't think that Eminem wants to get involved in the drama. Yeah. He's too old. Okay. He's only a few years older than me, so. I'm just saying. I feel like he's too old. He's like. I, he's, yeah. I feel like he's he like. don't I got don't the wanna. time for that. No, he's like, whatever, guys. By the way, if you are really interested, if you're like an Eminem fan, if you guys don't know his daughter, Haley, remember the whole thing about Haley, like when he was blowing up, like about like Haley and Kim and his ex-wife and his daughter. Remember the whole? Yeah. That was what all the music was about. Remember? Yeah. His daughter, Haley, is like 20 now and she has her own podcast. And she's just like talking about her life as like Eminem's. And she's really well-spoken. She seems really well-adjusted. So... But she's spilling all the M M&M and M tea, so I, I mean, like kind of, that's kind of fucked up. Well, no, no, not like, not like you know. She's just sharing about like what life was like behind the scenes when all that mm, shit was up going with on. Eminem's daughter, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think she has his blessing. Well, that's good. <sighs> anyway, all right. Well, anything that we should share? Hmm. Convos with our nine is tomorrow. Tomorrow, as in Friday. So if you're listening to this on Yay! Friday, it's today. It's today <laughs> at 4 p.m. Eastern. Friday. Get 4 it together, Eastern. guys. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have? We vote for the intuitive investigation, mm-hmm. and um, that all happens on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Interbloom Podcast. You can join for uh, as little as five dollars, and you can cancel at any time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, I am taking on coaching clients. I'm going to offer, like, you can try for one month, see how it goes. Oh. I do. Um, a little sliding scale. little sliding scale myself. Um, I do inner child work and um, coaching after a loss, whether it's a breakup mm. or losing a loved one. So if you're mm. interested, um, reach out to me on Instagram. That's the best way to get a hold of me. And if you want to take advantage of Super Bloom, you just have to go to our website. It's up there on the navigation. It just says Super Bloom. And, um, yeah, we'll, um, we'll be back next week for one episode. And then we're going to be away at, at Joshua Tree on our retreat. But we'll, um, we'll be playing, like, a rerun or something like that. Whoa, 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 whoa. So That's my um, version of the uh, sound. Air horn. Air horn. Air horn. Bow, 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 bow. All right. We love you all. Have a great weekend. And until next time, keep on blooming. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.